Welcome back. This edition of Not Strictly Disney is going to be a recap of the past few days that I spent being a tourist in Southern California. My friend Lisa came out to visit for a week and we spent several days together doing all kinds of stuff. Of course, we went to Disneyland because we both love Disneyland. But we did other touristy stuff in uh, SoCal. And it was a lot of fun. And I thought you guys might like to hear about it. So, here we go. Hey guys, it's me. I'm back and I want to fill you in on what I've been doing these past few days. My friend Lisa is visiting from out of state and we've been doing basically the tourist thing. We went to Disneyland for a couple days and then we went to Hollywood and did some tours and had a fabulous dinner last night. So I'm going to call up my pictures and give you a blow-by-blow blow description of all the cool stuff that we saw, all of, you know, everything that we did. So as I'm talking, I'm scrolling through my pictures trying to get to the beginning. <laughs> and let's see, we're almost there. Hmm. Okay, just bear with me, y'all. Because we did a lot. We had a jam-packed Four days, three days, or whatever it yeah, was. Okay, so I met her on Thursday afternoon. And we decided we were going to hit up Disney photographers whenever we found them. So basically made our way around. Oh, looking for Valentine's treats. And it turned out that we had an old link showing all these cool Valentine's links. They were from the previous year. We couldn't get any of them. <laughs> no. So a lot of cast members told us, oh, no, that's only for Valentine's Day. And, of course, we were there on the 13th. So we thought, well, we'll go back now. We did, though, however, that day decide to try the uh, chocolate beignets. beignets. The <laughs> Mickey chocolate beignets in uh, New Orleans. Oh, my goodness. They were good. They were not excessively sweet they were very cocoa-y they could have used a dipping sauce for me yes they could i agree they could have used a dipping sauce it did not come with anything but it was good and you know what i'm just now remembering we could have asked for it like extra chocolate powder in the bag but neither one of us thought mm -hmm. of that but they were they were yummy i do suggest you give them a try because they were delicious so after that, we made our way to Radiator Springs, and we came across a Disneyland photographer that was awesome, and I want to give him a shout-out here. He didn't have a name. He had initials on his nameplate, and I think it was TK. Yeah. It was very unusual, yeah. Very knowledgeable, blah, 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 blah. excellent photographer. He posed us in the most creative, imaginative ways, and it wasn't your typical stupid stand back to back, fold your arms, just, you know, the dumb things that, that most Disneyland photographers do. This guy was awesome. And he took several photos of us. He took his sweet time. It was awesome. So 
after that, we were, did we ride Radiator Springs in? No, not then, huh? Not that the day, next huh? day. Okay. Now, keep in mind, we're just bouncing back and forth between parks. Um, we went back to Disneyland and walked around a bit. And then we left early that evening and we decided we were going to have Italian food. I had heard of a place that was on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives several years ago. And it's not far from the park at the most three miles. It's called Mama Cosas. Well, let me tell you, we were both so disappointed. The atmosphere was nice. It was kind of an old divey place. Yeah. But the food was not good. Atmosphere was cool. It was like you had stepped back in time into the 60s. But the food, like Lisa called it that night, she said mediocre at best. It was, yeah, don't go. <laughs> don't go. She had a stuffed, what are those things? We're looking at the Can- picture. Cannelloni. Okay. It's supposed to be sausage and lamb, I think. Okay. But it had, it had so much nutmeg in it, it was just overpowering. It was bizarre. She let me taste it, and the only thing that hit me was like a mouthful of nutmeg. I actually took the filling out and just ate the <laughs> the pasta with the sauce. Yeah, so what does that tell you? Yeah. Now, I had um, spinach and cheese ravioli, or was uh, it spinach, spinach and chicken? chicken. Okay. Ravioli. The serving portion was great. However... I asked, because I don't like red sauce, so I asked for olive oil and garlic. Well, it seems like all they did was spoon out some of that garlic that you can buy in the jar that's marinating in oil and just plopped it on there. I had to spread it around and toss the pasta, but even then it was tasteless. I kept adding Parmesan cheese and adding Parmesan cheese, and I think after the third time, Then I grabbed the shaker with the chili flakes and I put that on there and a little bit of salt and pepper and then it was palatable, but I only ate maybe half of the ravioli and left the rest. It was very disappointing. Well, I like ravioli and I didn't even eat it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it just was bad. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So since I had met Lisa at the park, uh, we... Decided to head on back to the Airbnb that she rented. (laughs) It's an interesting place. Yeah. Location-wise, it's great. It's on Ball Road. And it was very, very close to the park. And it's, uh, I guess you'd say it's a condo. Yeah, there's several, several units here. Yeah. It's nice in that it's clean. But it's was not well appointed and here's why I'm complaining because she said that these people were uh, rated as a super host or uh I didn't even look oh you didn't look that okay I thought you did all right so strike that but there's nothing here they had no paper towels nothing 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 (laughs) all they had was toilet paper and coffee filters thank god oh and coffee filters but We found those after the fact because we went and we bought coffee filters. And instant ground, instant coffee. Yeah. Like Sanka. (laughs) Yeah. A jar of Sanka. So why would you need Sanka with coffee filters? But who knows? Probably the previous people left coffee filters here. So it has a number of little things wrong with it. Um, The heater in the bedroom didn't work. So poor Lisa froze her first night. 
and she texted the owner and he kept insisting it worked and he sent somebody to check on it while we were at the park on Friday. And then when we get back, there's a portable space heater. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, the heater in the bedroom did not work. And oh my God, this place is noisy. Keep in mind it's on Ball Road. It's a very busy street, but the yeah. windows are very lit, let in a lot of noise. A lot of noise. It almost sounds like... Next to the freeway. <laughs> it, yeah, and it sounds like we've got the windows open. In fact, last night, I just did a recording of nothing. Just had the phone near the window so you could hear it. Not even near the window. I mean, I was sitting on the sofa, but... Well, you'll see. I'll play, I'll insert that recording into the podcast so that you can see it but anyway it was an adequate place being that we weren't here that long you know we slept here showered here we took off we were gone all day so for that it was good so Friday we started our day at DCA and the first thing that happened was we ran into some of those street characters. Now, I've never interacted with them, but these two were a hoot. There was some lady dressed in blue holding the fake dog. And then uh, police... Officer, uh, officer Blue. Officer Blue, yeah, the police officer. And they were holding, um, I don't know what you call it, but it was this big hard-shaped cutout. It's and, a Valentine's cutout. Yeah, Valentine's pictures. cutout. But, uh, I was trying to figure out the word cutout. <laughs> So we had a few pics taken, you know, holding the cutout. And it's cool because it was dated. It says, uh, it says Disneyland, even though we were in DCA. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, it's dated. And you know me, I go after the dated stuff. So we took a few pictures there. Then we headed over to the Cozy Cone because we wanted... Whatever special they had. At- yeah. Oh. And boy, oh boy, we were not disappointed. Well, it was top of the list to have the bacon mac and cheese cone. Yeah. We didn't know what the special was per se that day. At that moment, yeah. So Lisa had the bacon mac and cheese, and I had the pozole. So the finish line cone. Finish line is what it was called, yeah. Oh, boy. I think we were both. It was amazing. It was so good. Yeah. And then we were tasting each other's, and it was just so good, both of them. Mac and cheese was creamy and good and and thick i mean it almost could have been homemade yeah the yeah co- the cone's a little heavy if you're not yeah. into eating a lot of carbs but. yeah no i am <laughs> so i ate every single bit of the cone because it had absorbed the liquidy sauce of sauce the or you know soupiness of the pozole it was darn good let me tell you really good and while we were eating, we were talking to this real nice couple, and uh, they were telling us their story. They met online in a Yahoo chat room <laughs> 19 years ago, I think. Yeah, said, something yeah. like that. And they were happily married, so that was a cute story. Because we told them how we met. You know, we met online. I don't know how many of you know this, but we met online over 20 years ago in an X-Files chat room. So we've been friends ever since. Because we both love Disney. Disneyland. Let me clarify that. Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) So when we had gotten to the park, I had texted my nephew because my nephew works there. 
And lo and behold, I was actually able to meet up with him. Now, he's been working there a good three, four years, and we never seemed to be there at the same time. But we got to meet him, so that was cool. And then we headed to Radiator Springs, where we did the single rider thing. We were hoping we'd get to race each other, but we weren't that close together. Yeah, we weren't that close together, but it was fun. So I always enjoy riding there. And then from there, we hopped on over back to Disneyland because we wanted to go to the hideaway. Yeah. So that was really cool. We tasted the... um, Pork lumpia. Yes, pork lumpia. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. And, of course, we each had our own uh, Dole Whip. I had the mango. And I had raspberry swirl. So Okay. Raspberry orange or pineapple? Oh, raspberry pineapple. Okay. Yeah. They were really, really, really good. So we had a very nice, you know, God, I think we stayed there almost 45 minutes, huh? Just eating slowly and chatting. And, yeah, it was great. So took a few pictures. And then we headed towards... Towards, let me see. Oh, yes. Oh, we stopped at the Stage Door Cafe. Yes. We stopped at the Stage Door Cafe because they had a Valentine funnel cake. Very similar to the, what was it, strawberry funnel cake that they normally have. But this one had cheesecake bites. Oh, my goodness. This funnel cake was amazing. I thought it was going to be sickening sweet because of the strawberries. It looked like strawberry pie filling. I don't know if that's what it was, but that's what I was imagining. And that stuff is really sweet. So lo and behold, much to my delight, this was not sickening sweet. It was good. The funnel cake was crunchy on the outside, soft on the inside. It was it was just amazing. Both of us were like, wow. Well, and the funnel cake thickness was double a normal funnel cake. Yeah. I, I say, yeah, I don't really know because I don't have funnel cakes anywhere, but Lisa has them back home. So, and then didn't you say you make them sometimes? Yeah, I make them at home. Okay, see there, she makes them at home. She's a domestic goddess. <laughs> oh. Man, just I'm looking at a video right now of us cutting into the funnel cake and I'm starting to drool. It just sounds so good. I almost want to go get one before I go home today. (laughs) (sighs) That was so good. All right, then we headed back to Carson. We were going back and forth, huh? Yeah, we did. We walked around a lot. Yeah, that's right. How many miles did I say? 13 something? I thought it was six that day. Was it six that day? No. It was oh. six yesterday. That Friday was 13 miles. And I was dying. Well, we headed back, not Radiator Springs. We headed back to uh, DCA. Well, we wanted to get photos taken, like I said, because, you know, I get the free picture. So why not take advantage of it? So we piddled around there for a bit, then headed back to Disneyland. And... I let Lisa explore Galaxy's Edge while I sat there drinking a iced tea because I was aching like an old lady. And then we headed to Big Thunder because the wait, according to the app, was only 35 minutes. But by the yeah, time we... because we were waiting on our fast pass time for Splash Mountain. That's right. That's right. We had a uh, fast pass for 530. 
So we got in line for Big Thunder. It was supposed to be 35, but it ended up being 45, but that was okay. So we were just chatting with some really cool people in line. And in the meantime, uh, I got a text from my cousin letting me know she was in the parks too. So she waited for us to get off of Big Thunder. And we met up for a bit, and then we went our separate ways because by then it was time to go to Splash Mountain. We got lucky. Neither one of us got soaked. Just a little wet. Just a little wet, but it was so much fun. And I used every ounce of acting ability I had not to scream in terror (laughs) as we were going down. And I pretended to look all blasé, like, oh, this is so, you know, boring. But the picture came out hilarious. So we left Disneyland. It was early, but we'd been there all day. And Lisa wanted to try in and out And she was amazed at how crowded it was and how long the line was. Well, we got in line approximately 7.12. Thank goodness that the phone date, uh, timestamps, everything. So we got in line at 7.12. I don't know what time we actually got our burger. It had to have been 30 minutes. Yeah, at least. I would never wait in 30-minute drive-thru, ever. (laughs) But that's welcome to SoCal. (laughs) That's how things are, especially at In-N-Out. I was telling you that it's almost constant. It was unheard of that a guy would come around and take your order before you got to the ordering board. Uh, Yeah, no. Yeah, that blew her mind. What's that guy doing? (laughs) Now, before we left the park, we grabbed some goodies. We bought chocolate-covered strawberries, and we bought the Galactic Sunday from Tomorrowland, and we brought them home because we thought we'd eat them after uh, having our burgers. So the Galactic Sunday is amazingly beautiful. It is super sweet, though. I mean, each of us could have maybe, do we have three or just two spoonfuls? Just two. It's very blueberry. Yeah. It's just, you have to go on video, on video. You have to go on YouTube and find a video. Uh, I suggest Wonderful World of Food by Magic Journeys because they go in depth over any food items at Disneyland. Like the cake portion and the um, mousse were good, but the the jelly top, the fruit jelly top was a little too much for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's super sweet. In fact, it's still sitting in the refrigerator here. I may have another spoonful before I leave today, but it it was different. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful dessert, but definitely something you would share with at least three people (laughs) because it's so sweet. I mean, and then the chocolate-covered strawberries. We didn't have those that night. We waited till till breakfast. (laughs) That was our breakfast. (laughs) We bought two dark chocolate and two milk chocolate. And they were delicious. Oh, in fact, they're the other two. We still have, yeah. Yeah. So I guess after we record this, we're going to eat our strawberries. So, let's see. Oh, yeah, did we? We were at Galaxy's Edge that day, and we took the stupid, retarded post pictures, but that was fun. All right, let's see. Boy, I have all these pictures from all over the place. There's a heart 
flower arrangement in uh, Disneyland when we had our pictures taken there. Nothing to write home about because that photographer wasn't that good. But <laughs> at least we got pictures. Yeah, they were just the normal. Yeah. Other than that, let me see. I think that pretty much concluded our day at Disneyland. Uh, yeah, because we just relaxed and we decided that we were not going to get up super early. We're just going to take it easy and see how the morning flowed. Because we were going to Hollywood on Saturday. Because Lisa had booked us a tour. And it was interesting. It was different. It Dearly was... Departed Tours. Mm-hmm. So dearlydepartedtours.com, I think. And they have like two or three different tours. They do a Charles Manson tour and <laughs> the Tragic History Tour that we took. Mm-hmm. And I think they have a third one. So we got there, what, about an hour and a half early or so? Maybe yes. two hours. Some, maybe two hours. Oh, yeah. We stopped and got ice cream for breakfast. That's right. Well, what we did was I parked at the Hollywood and Highland Center because there it's $18 all day. You don't have to worry about it. So we walked around outside of the El Capitan and we waited for the Ghirardelli ice cream to open. And yeah, we did. We I had a brownie. Lisa had a banana salted caramel sundae. Shake. Shake. Okay. Oh my God, I tasted that. That was delicious. So we were there leisurely enjoying a very fattening breakfast, or maybe I should say a childhood dream breakfast, right? Because when you're an adult, you can do that. But <laughs> All right, so from there, we called an Uber, and we went to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. And we did that for two reasons. One... We wanted to walk around and just see the place. And two, it was maybe a block and a half from the dearly departed tour yeah, location. Point, point 0.2 mile. Yeah. So we thought, well, since we're early, we've got time to poke around the cemetery and uh, then walk over for the tour. So we got to the cemetery and we went to the office to ask for a map and it turned out that they have a new, uh, newly updated book that tells you everyone that's in there of note, celebrities. Yeah, and, celebrities. Yeah, uh, where they're located. It gives you a brief history into each person. It was really neat. So Lisa bought the book. And, and the, the book and the map were only $20. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And it goes towards helping the cemetery, you know. We tried to find Judy Garland's crypt. <laughs> we could not find it. And, you know, we were pressed for time because we had to go to the tour. So we thought, well, we'll come back in the afternoon. But uh, it's a gorgeous cemetery, and we were lucky in that the weather yesterday was amazing. So we made our way over to the dearly departed uh tour and they let us know that they were closing shop meaning their museum and their little bookstore. They're closing their physical location but they're Mm going to continue with the tour. Yeah so if you want to take a a cheeky tour in Hollywood do it. You know it's a three hour tour right? Yeah it was. Yeah. That's kind of Gilligan like. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
So we got in a huge, not a huge, it was a big air-conditioned it was a van. van bus. Yeah. And they took us all over the place. And this guy was just chock full of information. And we ended up going to a little itty-bitty cemetery that stuck like in the middle of West Hollywood. It was called the Pierce Brothers Westlake Village? No, West Hollywood Memorial. Anyway. It is Westwood Memorial Park. Okay. Tiny, tiny, tiny cemetery. But we were surprised at how many celebrities were buried there, like Don Knotts. Kirk Douglas was buried there. Marilyn Monroe. Uh, just It's very small. I don't even think it was an acre. Small. No, I don't think it was an acre. Yeah, and it's surrounded by high-rise buildings. But it was... It's very hidden. It was uh-huh, very hidden. Uh-huh. Oh, and Natalie Wood. Yeah. It was just interesting. Really interesting. Uh, all kinds of people there. Dean Martin... But uh, Don Knotts is there. And yeah. Walter Matthau. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. It was it was a very interesting place. Floris Henderson. Who's Sam Simon? Oh, supposedly the guy that started the uh, Simpsons. Because there's a Bart and oh, yeah. his dog on the tombstone. <laughs> anyway, it it was cool. Um, when the tour was over, we went back to the. Forever Hollywood, right? Did we walk over there? Yep. No, we, you know we, we did. We Ubered to McDonald's first yes. for a snack. Because I was starving. Hadn't eaten all day. And uh, I said, no, I got to eat. So we got an Uber to take us to McDonald's. We split a kid's meal of chicken nuggets. Then we got another Uber to take us back to the cemetery. Because I was determined. I wanted to see uh, Alfalfa and Mel Blanc. And there was... Estelle Gettys that yeah I wanted to see Estelle Gettys yeah and a couple others so we found them we and found Chris Cornell I yeah. really was interested in Chris Cornell so we we managed to do that pay our respects we found a really cool uh, memorial to it's like the Los Angeles Times yeah there some staff members that had they were killed. All they did was report to work that day. There was a bombing in October of 1910 at the Los Angeles Times building in L.A. So, you know, just history like that. The statue was very pretty. There was a big eagle on top of it. Yes. uh, It was kind of a creepy eagle, Uh but amazing. Yeah, very amazing. And there was geese (laughs) pooping on the... the, uh, grave sites. It was a crack up. And we thought it was odd that there was this big cage full of peacocks. And I thought, why would they have almost like pet peacocks? You know, I mean, they were well cared for. So they either must let them out for ceremonies, I'm thinking, or they let them out at night. But why would they do that? That's just, I don't know, weird. But it was interesting. Maybe they just do it for filming, too. That could be, yeah. Because they do film a lot of stuff there at that Yeah, cemetery. there was a whole list. Like, there were 65 movies, I think, or TV shows that were filmed there that I saw Yeah, online. just Google it, and, and you'll see that list. So after we poked around there for a while, we got another Uber to take us to Yamashiro. A fabulous restaurant up in the Hollywood Hills. I had been there 
1973 to celebrate my 18th birthday and have never gone back to eat again until yesterday. So Lisa very graciously treated me to dinner and we had an amazing dinner and amazing all in caps. <laughs> That's how good it was. We ordered a couple of um, appetizers, right? Yep. One was crispy shrimp and the other was octopus. octopus. And she convinced me to try the octopus. <laughs> I love octopus. <laughs> well, the octopus that I've had in the past has always been bad. Not as in spoiled, but like as overcooked maybe. Just not palatable, not enjoyable. But this was very good. Very, very good. And the shrimp was to die for. And these are not little appetizers. I mean, we could have made a meal if we'd each had our appetizer instead like of sharing. Two, the two oh. of us probably could have done four appetizers and been perfectly happy with them. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. And we had an amazing view of the city. We and, need to go right as it's sunset, too. Yeah. Well, we got there. The sun was still up. So we got some amazing, like, daytime shots. But by the time, like, we were halfway through our appetizer, the sun was going down. All the city lights were coming up. And it was just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So we ordered. Now, there was a reason for going there. Lisa wanted to try something very specific. Yeah, I wanted the Kobe beef, the A5 from Japan. And there's only a few places that you can get it. Yep. Now, the presentation was amazing. They bring this stone, a big square slab of stone that is... I think it's called Yakasori Cooking Stone. Is what oh, it is. Okay. It's a lava stone. Oh, okay. And it's hot. And the beef that they bring is very thinly sliced, almost paper thin. And yeah, that, I was shocked about that. I thought it was uh, a little bit more... Uh, substance to it when I watched the YouTube videos but this was very paper thin almost shaved huh yeah yeah but there was a lot of it yeah and you're supposed to I guess basically touch it to or sit sit it on the stone so you see you just sear it and like I was gonna do 30 seconds and the waiter's like oh my god don't do that (laughs) like just a couple of seconds is all it needed each side huh each side Yeah. yeah yeah because there's so much fat in the A5 that it, uh, the oil coats the stone, so it's easy cooking. Yeah. So and she... it was so buttery. and Yeah, it like, was. They brought two different sauces to try with it and some salt, but it doesn't need anything. Like, it doesn't. But for meat that you're paying $35 an ounce for, it shouldn't need anything. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what was nice, too, about our waiter? He, he was RJ. No, JR. JR. Who shot JR? From Dallas, yeah. Yeah. He, well, he brought our entrees, so Lisa's was the, the beef. And she had ordered six ounces. And he came over, and he looked, and he goes, you know what? I think they shortchanged you. They didn't give you six ounces. So he ended up bringing her an actual serving of six ounces. So she ended up having maybe... A lot more meat than I yeah. probably needed. Yeah. I was going to order eight ounces, 
And he was like, no, my God, don't do that. It's too rich. Um, so the six ounces was almost too much. Like four ounces of the Kobe, I think, is more than enough because it is so rich. Yeah, yeah. I did taste it, and I, I was amazed at how rich it is. So I was happy with my filet mignon. It was absolute perfection. Oh, absolute perfection. When the Kobe comes with, um, like, seasonal vegetables and uh, potatoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And didn't he recommend that you put those on the stone, too? Yeah, he said if you grill the vegetables on the stone, too, then it gives them a nice char. And it did. They were very good. So it was fun. Lisa was having a blast. The smile on her face was, like, from ear to ear. <laughs> I, think I, took, I think I took an hour to sear up my six ounces of beef (laughs) but you know what we were not in a hurry and that was the whole point we were having an experience you know so we were just savoring every minute of it now miss foodie over here also ordered a lobster lobster tail (gasps) wow if you're gonna get expensive japanese beef you want lobster to go with it (laughs) she let me taste the lobster and oh my god I can honestly say that was the best lobster I've ever had in my life. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't fishy at all. It was meaty without having any kind of chew to mm-hmm. it. It just melted. Mm-hmm. It was flavorful. Now, I, out of habit, automatically put the melted butter on it. But then I decided to taste it just natural without butter, and it was delicious. Amazing. It had enough flavor on its own that it did not need the melted butter it was just so good i took some videos of like lisa cooking her beef and stuff and i'm debating whether to put them on facebook or instagram i did put some on facebook i don't know that i put them on instagram so i might still even though it's a few days have gone by but so and then we were debating whether to get dessert because we were full we but, weren't going to, but... Yeah, we weren't going to, but we decided to try something <laughs> that neither one of us would have ordered, right? Isn't that what yeah, we Yeah, we, we each had a favorite choice, but we decided to compromise and get something that neither of us would have chosen. Uh-huh. And it ended up being absolutely delicious. It was... Pineapple panna cotta. Okay. And I was expecting panna cotta to me, I, I, I don't know, some kind of pastry or was it pineapple creme brulee i think it was pineapple creme brulee actually oh you're right you're right yeah pineapple creme brulee okay so what they did was like they cut the bottom off of a pineapple and grilled it and kind of scoop out the center center. to make it a bowl okay and then in this bowl was the pineapple creme brulee with some strawberries and some sorbet yeah and i'm not sure what else but it was delicious. Not overpowering, not super sweet. It was just right. I probably would have not gotten dessert. Like, there wasn't enough of the creme brulee to offset all of the fruit that was there. True. There was True. a little bit, but yeah. it was good. But for yeah. dessert, you know. Yeah. It was light. It was light enough that we didn't feel disgusted after. And the, sor- the sorbet was great. Yeah. Like, it was very fruity. Yeah. yeah. And we took home the pineapple to not on it later. <laughs> and I did. Because it was that good. Yes. Now, before leaving, we decided to visit the ladies' room. 
And I just thought that it was odd that in this beautiful, elegant, Japanese-themed place, you walk in the bathroom and there's this huge, like, 11 by 14 picture of Darth Vader putting his feet print in cement in front of the Grauman's Chinese Theater. And then there's the same size picture of C-3PO doing the same thing. So I'm thinking the owners of the restaurant are huge Star Wars fans. It just struck me funny. <laughs> oh, So we walked outside. Of course, by this time it was fully dark and took a few more pictures and then called our Uber. And he was there within two, three minutes. Not even that much because he had just dropped off somebody there at the restaurant. So he took us back to the Hollywood and Highland Center and we got in my car and headed back to the Airbnb and oh my goodness there was so much traffic. Oh a lot of traffic. It took I think maybe an hour and a half to get back here. So by the time we got here we I think we were in a slight food coma. <laughs> we weren't about to go to bed because I'm not after all that food. So we just laid around here and compared our photos. And Lisa went through the book that she bought at the Forever Hollywood Cemetery. And, you know, we talked about all kinds of things. We talked about all the food we had. We just had such an amazing weekend. And then we finally went to bed about, oh, I'd say 10.30 or 11. So now it is Sunday morning. We've had our coffee. We will probably have our chocolate-covered strawberries sometime this morning. And unfortunately, then I have to go home. She's going to be here a few more days. She's going to try to ride Rise of the Resistance tomorrow. And I hope she gets to do it so other than that we had a really awesome time we squeezed in a lot we did we squeezed in a lot yeah every time this woman comes out here <laughs> it's like go 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 we do a lot of stuff but it's awesome so that pretty much fills you in on what I've been doing uh Google Yamashiro Restaurant. If any of you ever come out to California, I highly recommend that you eat there. They are not open for lunch. They do have Sunday brunches during the day, but usually it's just dinner. Do it. Just do it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Okay, for me it was twice, but look how many decades I had to wait between the age of 18 and the age of 64 <laughs> to eat there. <laughs> All right, guys, I've rambled long enough. Y'all take care. Visit Disneyland if you have a chance and be decent human beings. Ciao. I had mentioned to you how noisy the Airbnb was. So I did record some of the noise coming in through the windows. And of course, it's like when you go to the mechanic Something's happening with your car, and as soon as you get to the mechanic, it doesn't happen. So, as soon as I turned on the recorder, 
the traffic was a lot quieter. <laughs> but you can still hear some. So that's what you're going to hear next. <laughs> 